Interesting. Do you have Hulu? We did. <laughs> You're like, I'm not going to spend another five bucks on another streaming service. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it, it's too much. It's too many know? streaming things. It's, it's a pandemic, though. To... You're, supposed to, you're supposed to have I all know. of them. I know. Because I've already watched all of Netflix, so I need to. Netflix is over. Netflix is over. Over. Yep. We've already seen everything that's on there. <laughs> Feels like it. At one point, it definitely felt that way. It was like. You're like, we've seen it all. We've Not seen me. it all. I've seen There's that. Plenty seen to go. That. Seen that. <laughs> so I, I pulled up an article today, and I may have sent it to you about the sperm donor. Yes. What do you think about these serial what? sperm donors? Like, a lot to unpack. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I think the part that that I I still I have to talk to you about right away is be, that I just don't understand are the serial donors who do private donations and show up at train stations and target stores to hand over their sperm to the like the package receiving. the special delivery special <laughs> special, special delivery, delivery. <laughs> it's a special, special delivery. delivery but what is, what is it i mean what are they using is are they have a how like are a they bra- transporting it are, are they, they transporting, transporting it like in a ziploc or like a tupperware i have no there's idea. no is way they're, using, they're is it froze is it frozen i don't know I'm fascinated by it. I couldn't, I read the whole article and I kept going back to that whole, like the main character in question that he goes to trans stations <laughs> in The Hague and hands over his sperm and, and private donations. I'm like, well, this guy is, this guy is definitely a serial sperm donor. This was in the New York Times. And the article starts by saying, oh, this is a woman, Mrs. Mrs. V, we'll call her. In 2015, yep. Mrs. V, a carpenter in the Netherlands, decided that she wanted to have a child. She was 34 and single, and like so many women, she sought out a sperm donor. Is that true? Like so many women? Do you think a lot of women seek out sperm donors? I don't know. I don't know one, I don't know one person that has used a sperm donor. Not one I person. Do. In, you I do? do? Just one? Not so many. And the of all the women I know, I think I know two. Wow. Okay, well, you know two more than me. I'm sure I do know people and i'm just not thinking you know like it just is not right and so this guy they called him mr target because he would i mean he must have spent now i gotta say this he he's donated so much he was spending a lot of alone time yeah because he was having to produce quite a large number of samples yep there's one guy, one serial donor, who claims he has eight. He's fathered eight hundred kids. And do I you mean, think, like, again, this is there's eight hundred. Okay, could you imagine eight hundred AJ's sired children running around? No, like, no. Would you want? Would you even want to know no. that you had eight hundred children? <laughs> no, it's almost my worst nightmare. I know. What if they came in? The world doesn't need 800 little AJs running around, first of all. But anyways. No, they don't. But And then the guy, and then the serial donor, he gets flown around the world. Like, how does that work? Like, so his customers, I mean, he's literally what- He's got to have sponsors, advertisers. How does, like, you're you're what, wined and dined in Kiev for a donation or something? In Kiev? I don't know. I I mean, like, how does this, I'm fascinated by it. This actual article- was also on Twitter. So I have to read you some of the comments that people made. True Slayer said, and that's where incest comes in. Right? Right. An unintentional 
unintentional incest. Right. Well, in the article, it talks about someone who found out that they were donor conceived when he was about 30. And he's found 42, six years later, he's found 42 siblings. And some of his siblings on Tinder have swiped right for each other. Ew. Can you imagine? It's white right and swipe right means you're interested, right? Right. Oh, yes. Boy. Yes. So How it's many real. times did they swipe left where they're like uh, looking at, at the mirror image of themselves and well, saying, yeah. mm, no. No, but you swiped right. Mm. Oh God. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. That's not really good. This <laughs> said <laughs> not impressive. Genghis Khan did it the old fashioned way while conquering the known world. Step it up, sperm donor. That's what that guy was. <laughs> <laughs> step it up sperm donor step it up wow. hold on there's got to be more here no this is not sure i'd want to find a thousand new siblings probably true yep i don't think i'd want a thousand new siblings either so on our podcast sex lies in the truth we interviewed a woman who found out that she was donor conceived and you know, found out like out of the gates. She's like, oh my gosh, like my parents used a sperm donor. Had no idea. Logs into 23andMe for the very first time and sees like six half siblings, like out of the gates. And for a period of time, now there's been like, there's like, there's like 20 now. 20, 20 different people who are all conceived from the same sperm donor. And this guy was a guy who was kind of in the field like he worked in a lab and studied sperm donation pretty crazy and they think that there's probably going to be hundreds because now every month when they like every month they get a new sibling a lot of these people don't even know either could you imagine no i was just going to ask you from your perspective like you don't know that your donor conceived you do ancestry 23 and me one of those dna companies and you get five half sibling matches like, what's the moral obligation there? Clearly, like, if somebody's old enough to be able to log into anything, which means that they're, because children know how to use the internet. So that means they're already old enough that they should probably know. I mean, you can't not tell somebody. That's why these issues in these small towns where there are is one sperm donor, like, that's where you end up having people who unintentionally start dating each other. Yep. There is a moral obligation to tell the child that they were donor conceived. I hope well, these I hope these scary stories like about similar to again the the swipe the swiper writer will convince people that they need to not keep that information private or to no, themselves away from their child. Exactly, and being an adoptee, I think the moral obligation is the same, and you tell your kids that they are adopted at a very young age and it's an open and transparent thing and i think that moral obligation certainly applies to uh, donor conceived kids and the the unregulated nature of this industry is incredible i mean you have some regulations in countries uh, some is stricter than others but yet there are facebook groups and online forums and web pages for private donation that's completely unregulated it's pretty crazy that you can just, and and people are paying for it. So it's not like it's really a donation. It's not this really a donation because you're actually right. receiving funds. Yeah. You're not doing it just because this you're is trade. doing it out of the goodness of your heart. You're, it's crazy. It's, yeah. It just, you can't buy a child, but you can buy a child when it's still a sperm. 
Right. In the article, didn't the woman pay Mrs. V? Um, didn't she pay 165 euros for a couple hundred bucks? Couple hundred bucks. A sample. A sample. For a sample that she received in a train station. Seems very unsanitary to me. Oh my have goodness. you ever been to like yeah. Grand Central Station? It does not yeah. seem like a clean place to have that sort no. of transaction go down. How unsterile of an environment is it? Just <laughs> I told you, I can't get past this whole thing. And then what happens? Does she just put it in her fridge? Like when she gets home, oh. I, I have no idea what yeah. happens. I think there's after a turkey that. baster involved or something. There has there's to gotta be. be. There has. And to who's be. doing that? And aren't they asking questions like, "Well, where did you get this?" No, they're doing it themselves. Self-administered turkey baster. Self that's what it is. It's got to be. Oh my God. I mean, could you imagine asking a friend to come over? <laughs> <laughs> That'd have to be a really good friend to come by and help you to impregnate yourself with the, with the donation that you received at Grand Central Station or Target yeah. in this or case. Or Target, yeah. Or wherever it was. I have a whole new like appreciation for Target now that I know that you can also pick up sperm there. You can pick up sperm. You can get the nine, the nine a.m. train to Paris, or you can also get um, a bag with semen in it. You can go some, to Target, some sort of container, buy some home goods, and also pick up some semen while you're at it. <laughs> That's so bad. So after I, of course, am looking at the Twitter reactions to that story, I just typed in sperm donor. Just sperm donor into Twitter, just to see what like the latest conversations are yeah. about just a sperm donor. Well, it's all people who are all pissy at their own parent or like their ex-boyfriend. They're calling him sperm donor. So it's a, so here's somebody who, who literally posted this two minutes ago. Her name's Up to Never. My sperm donor, and then in parentheses father, was married eight times. I have four older siblings that don't know I exist. Three that were adopted and one biological. I found, I found all their birth certificates when I was in high school hidden in my father's closet. This person just posted this two minutes ago. Should I respond to her? Let's I'm do it. Give her we'll a, I'm going to give her, I gave her a like and I'm going to write, damn, that's all I'm going to write. So now we've responded to her. Let's see. Does anybody know if my kid's sperm donor is still alive? Ain't called them kids in a good three months, LMAO. Hmm. So that was a that was using the term sperm donor word sperm donor about an hour ago by somebody named I Toy Y'all. That's their name. <laughs> Henry two times. Henry underscore two times just said, I'm also a sperm donor. Um, okay. And then uh West Ruglin says, I'm the sperm donor, not the baby daddy. Mm. Ooh. It's it goes on and on and on. And then there's a nice little story in the Bolton News about a, a mum tells of the joy at miracle daughter born in the pandemic with the help of IVF and a sperm donor. It looks like a nice story. Cute baby. Let's see here. So you're not being a sperm donor for me and my bitch. That's another tweet from two hours ago. I mean, you just type in anything in Twitter and people are talking about it. It's all over the place. That was the late. Those were the latest. What am I going to watch tonight? Since you don't have Hulu anymore, I can give you my, whoops. Are you still there? You go. I can give you my login. <laughs> Since you no longer want to want to like throw out too, the five bucks a month for Hulu. Too many streaming services. I'm over. I need to. Are you? Do you have my Apple, Apple? Apple no, TV. I do actually. I, oh, I do. <laughs> yeah, because you watched yeah. that one. Um, you watched uh, um, morning show. 
did you watch morning show had reese witherspoon in it i think no not morning show oh, that was, was that was it, really uh, good the tom hanks movie gray wolf oh, i really God. liked that oh yeah really you got yeah. apple tv to watch a tom hanks movie well, no, because I got a new iPhone and, it, and Apple it came TV free. came with it. And oh, that movie came out during the pandemic and I'd already watched all of Netflix. And so it was something. <laughs> Netflix <watched>. was over. <laughs> Netflix was over at the moment. You're at the very end and all it says is yeah. the end. You have re you have watched absolutely everything. <laughs> Goodbye. Do you know what I have not watched yet? You're going to die when I tell you that I've not watched one episode. And I've been saving it for, for a pandemic, which hap has happened. And I still haven't watched it. Game of Thrones. I've I don't not watched know you anymore. I don't know. I know. You. I know. I know. You you kept talking about it. The single greatest show maybe ever. Granted, I've never read the books because I fell in love with the show. Um, so it my wasn't wife necessary. has read the books. My wife read the books and she said they were fantastic, but I just couldn't do it. And it's an amazing show, and I don't want to ruin it for you, but um, I'm beginning to think I don't know you. You don't know me anymore. Well, I I. Every time you would talk about, oh my God, we're going, I'm going home early tonight, going to watch Game of Thrones with the wife. You were so excited about it. And I was like, okay. And I just kind of went along with it because I was too embarrassed to tell you that I hadn't seen a single episode. And I truly have and was waiting to get like the flu or to be like on vacation someplace where there was nothing going on. And I was snowed in someplace where I was like, okay, now's a perfect time to watch Game of Thrones or like a pandemic. I've had a year to watch Game of Thrones, and I still haven't watched it. And I got to tell you, one of the major story arcs, I'm not going to give too much away here, is about a bastard and figuring out who, where he came from. And it, you being a DNA sleuth as you are, I granted you can't use ancestry and all your usual tricks, search tricks that you use uh, for Game of Thrones. However, I think you would have a lot of fun trying to unwind and stay ahead of the story if that's remotely possible. Uh, so anyways, I could get possible? to- Is it possible? It's hard. You have to make some leaps of yeah. faith and some guesses right. and know you're gonna be wrong a bunch of times. Oh, I don't wanna be wrong. Not once, not one time. <laughs> I know that about you. So now, so now I know I either have to watch Britney Spears documentary yep. Yep. or Game of Thrones. Do both. It's a pandemic. You have time. I and know. then I can say I know you and do more of these podcasts with you. I know. See, these are easy. This is all this is. This is this is a piece of cake. All you have to, all you have to do is you shoot the shit. And now we have our next. Now we have our next episode, which is going to be my response to have watched episode one season yep. one of game of thrones yep. yep you might have to go back and watch an episode or two so that we can be on the same page but totally um, it'd give me an excuse and liz would love it too so we can go back yeah, yeah have her get in there and the first I mean, season you know, is raunchy Woo. it is Woo. Well, i heard the i heard the whole thing is like really like yeah it's season one they really they really turn it up yeah, Liz thought I was watching soft porn. <laughs> You're like, no, it's just Game of Thrones. It's, a little it's Game of Thrones, and I, w I wanted her to watch it. And so she's, she's like, season one years ago, and I'm three episodes in. I'm like, just sit down and watch it with me. She goes, okay. And she sits down and watches, what, episode four or whatever. And I don't want to ruin anything for you or for your, the listeners. But she's like, oh, my gosh, I can barely watch this. This is soft porn uh, or maybe not so soft porn. Oh, was it medium? Intermediate? It was, it was intermediate porn. But the reality is once you get into the show and she did, like it kind of all works in a strange way. Like you're expecting there to be some 
at least some soft soft court porn at some point in another episode. It's coming. It's likely coming. Okay. No pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> oh, you walked boy. right into that one. I did. Oh, oh, you walked into that oh, one. Gosh. See oh. see how see how good we are at this, AJ? Yeah. We are really yeah. good. The good news is yeah. that um I love my favorite part of the whole podcast that we just did that nobody has listened to yet was that you said you didn't want to ruin it for our listeners, plural, meaning that we might have more than one. <laughs> <laughs> a man, that, a man a can dream. Sign. I know. Well, I figure I could get Liz to listen to one episode and maybe you can get someone else to listen to our episode. And those are our that, two. That's, that's our two and we have plural. There we go. <laughs> we, we have, have the two. And we have plural. Yeah. <laughs> okay, actually, I really am going to ask you to watch one episode of this new Britney Spears thing. I will. I, I think I'm going to watch it tonight. Liz will be so, in it too. She'll be super into she'll, it too. She would so. be into it too. Yeah. So you you might need to. I I will send you my login so you can watch an episode, or you might just say like, you know what? I'll spend the five dollars and do it for one month. Yeah. I know. I, I know. Times are tight. It's a pandemic. Like the, you know, like everybody's trying to pitch pennies because people aren't working and all that kind of stuff. But this might be. It might be worth a commentary. Yeah. Yeah. And, and donor conceived. I mean, I think it's a natural segue from where we started here today. It is. Right. Actually, this is not bad. It says, I know someone who donated sperm in the nineties for drug money, <laughs> for drug money. I mean, yeah. you know what I will say, I can appreciate that because one, I would rather you somehow produce your own equity to buy your drugs instead of like stealing shit out of my car. <laughs> I mean, you're- Produce you're, you're, your own equity. Oh my goodness. Right? That was pretty good. <laughs> That's, that was right. That was off the cuff too. I literally yeah. just that comment. Um, well, I had a roommate in college who was a sperm donor and he did it for money. He came from a, you know, uh, an upbringing where they didn't have a lot of money and yeah oh, that's and poverty just, that's yeah. like where i grew up we, we were the free lunch kids yeah and so what was it 25 35 dollars of donation a donation you were gonna say something else <laughs> i was gonna say something right else yeah that was gonna walk in into something really bad uh but 25 <laughs> 30 bucks a donation but back in 1989 1990 that time like big money big money Yep. I mean, it was that or do like work study at the college and work in the bookstore and make that in like two days. Yep. And that's not as fun, probably. No. Mm -mm. Nope. Not bad. Do you th I wonder if he's got kids. Do you think he's got children? I have no idea. I think so. I think it has to. I mean. No, I mean, children that from the donations. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, he has to have. I'm not super in touch with him these days, but I just have to believe he does. You haven't seen, you haven't seen a New York Times article with your friend? The serial sperm donor who found out he had a thousand children. I mean, he could have donated a lot. Well, remember when I sent you side-by-sides of, um, there was a New York Times article about um, donor, and this was probably two years ago, about donor-conceived children. And these were a group of children who had, their siblings, I should say, that have all bonded together and they're they're still finding additional siblings that are out there. And someone from our community who's part of this donor conceived family right looks so much like 
my friend. And I think I sent you a side-by-side of the oh, two of them. Oh, and you thought maybe that that person yeah. was, was, was the yep. product of your friend's product. Yes, exactly. Wow. I mean, exactly. it would be a very small world, but you know what? I would, I would not rule Stranger it things because, have happened. Because stranger things have happened. Okay, so I do have a little bit of an issue if you are, I mean, you've got to have, I was going to say you've got to have big balls, right? But you've yep. got, <laughs> you've yeah. got to like, you've got to yes. really have some sort of ego to intentionally go to several sperm banks and be the guy who's selling his sperm off the grid at the train station or at Target. Like you, well, you're, I not think to, you're, you're not supposed to really be doing that, right? Like they, the, the donation, the sperm donor facilities who sort of put all this stuff together, they tell you like, don't go to 10 sperm banks and people, they can't stop you from doing it. And this guy, like people like this do. Like that's, you gotta be, you do have to have pretty big ego to be out there doing something like that. Well, that's just it. Like, what's the archetype of men that are doing this? Uh, is it ego? Do they look in the mirror and think they're pretty amazing and good looking and Arrogance. smart? And is it? I mean, you've got the people who, like you said, you had to donate a little bit of personal equity to get their drug money, or you come drug from money, or a situation they need it during college. You need right? it during college for just basic living Funds. expenses. Right. Yep. Or if you're a serial donor. What else is going on in your brain? Like, how are you perceiving we yourself? We need a therapist. And... Neither of us are therapists. No, we happen but to know one. We do. We we probably, each of us probably know five. Yeah. Like, collectively between us, totally. we probably know a hundred. I would kind of really want to know, like, what kind of, like, what kind of person that is. But what I was going to say was, if you're, which we haven't talked about, if you are on the receiving end of the product from one of these people. So you now have a child who you love dearly and thanks given to the donor. If it wasn't for that donor, you would not have this special child that's very important to you. But does it really have to come from like a serial donor or could it just come from somebody who maybe did it a standard number of, I don't know, however many times someone does it, five times, 10 times, you know, they, does it, they do it the right way. Right. Well, that's the whole thing in that article that was fascinating is that apparently there is a demand to go get private donations. And I was surprised to to read that it's all done over a, a chat online or a f- quick WhatsApp? phone call or two, WhatsApp, <laughs> WhatsApp, and then the donation's made. And there are no controls in place. There's no medical history that's documented. There's nothing None. from what I can tell. It's just that this wide open gray market to you're and taking it is a, a risk you're taking, you're taking a, risk. a risk that they're this, these men are not probably going out and getting genetic testing to assure people that they have no no congenital issues or th- you know that kind of stuff they're not doing that it's probably not even coming up and i'm guessing maybe maybe they're asked in one of these whatsapp message sessions and you can <laughs> say that? anything you can say you can, I mean, say, you can anything. say anything you're trying to sell sperm for $200. A $200. Well, you know what? He made a lot of money. Yeah. Because not every, not every, not every session that he had probably, I mean, maybe not all of them were productive, right? So he had to yeah. have more than one session. Again, this guy's got a lot of solo time. Clearly. He's got a lot of quiet time on his hands. 
I wonder if he has a special room in his house where he does it, like that's totally set up in a certain way. No, no, he probably doesn't. He's probably just like in his car, like pulled oh. up the Target in the Target parking lot. Oh, God. <laughs> or in the bathroom at Grand Central Station, trying to get a freshie. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think it, you can't, it can't be sitting around for two days. That be. is, you just blew my mind. That's what I, I was wondering. Is it frozen? Is it kept in a refrigerator? Like, how, how does this whole thing work? But I you're think the fresher no. the better. I think the fresher the better. I, I think. Gosh. Now we need a friend who's a medical doctor who can tell, tell us how long sperm lasts in a Ziploc bag if they're standing in the middle of Target. Right. How long does that sample last without going, without going yeah. bad? Like turning. I couldn't tell you. I <laughs> See, that's your job right now. Your job is to find out exactly how long because you're going to be surprised. I don't I don't know that it's necessary. I think there's a certain way that you have to freeze them and defrost them for them to be good. Because I don't right. think you can just defrost them, like throw it on your counter, like with the chicken you took out to have for dinner tonight. You can't just throw it out like that. I think there's a certain process to thawing the product. I really do. So I think these are freshies. I really do. So then if it's a freshie, do you rush home and you go in your kitchen? Like there's a turkey baster situation and you quickly. Maybe she's doing it in her car. Maybe she's running in the Target bathroom. I don't know what, again, I don't know what the shelf life is of a donation. But I think it's something we might need to research before we reconvene. Yeah. I, I think before round two, we need some answers. Yeah, we do need some answers. We need some answers. And it can't be from, like, uh, Dr. Google. Like, I'm not just going to Google it. We really need to find somebody who's a real, who works in, like, a fertility clinic, who can school us a little bit and tell us how things really go. Totally. Because I'm I'm grasping at straws. I'm just still dumbfounded that it's done. (laughs) I'm truly... You just go into I'm Target. never going to Target again. <laughs> I'm never, never. I, every time I go to a train station, I'm going to look at it a little. Di- I'm going to watch people handing things to each other. Like, okay, what's in that little bag there? You're going to be like, um, oh shoot, it's just cocaine. It's all good. It, it's it's yeah, it's cocaine. Or you go to Target. I'm like, honestly, I'm going to be on the lookout when I'm going through Target, going through the aisles. Like, what are what's happening? And is this like? It's not an illicit trade, right? I mean, there's nothing that says that selling this product is illegal. Could you imagine if you seriously were handing over the product and some police officer was there and thought there was some drug deal going down and you had to explain what it really was? Yeah. Like, no, it's not Coke. Well, you can open the bag if you want to, but here's what you're going to see. Could you wear some gloves when you do that, please? Yeah, you Would might. really like to keep the specimen right. intact right. and clean, free right. of germs? If you could do it quickly, she's got to go. She's got to move fast here. We got, we, in, we got to move in, fast. In our, She's only got 15 minutes before things start not working. In our industry, fresher is better. So, if, officer, if you could just hurry up and double time this this shakedown, that would be great. Fresh is best. Fresh is best. <laughs> <laughs>